What's going on, guys? Today we got on Lucas Arnold, a very talented comedian and voice actor. We talk with him about his start and his very famous John Mulaney impression. So stay tuned after our stupid conversations to hear what he has to say. Oh, that was the thing. Did you hear that Jamie got coronavirus? Oh, Jamie got coronavirus from yeah. Joe Rogan? Yeah. Wow. From Joe Rogan, yeah. <laughs> from Joe Rogan? <laughs> you think Joe Rogan can get coronavirus from him? <laughs> 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 fucking bullshit. <laughs> I think this is going to be the worst Thanksgiving year, big time, for all all time, for so many reasons. Oh my god, the Zoom Thanksgivings are going to be so fucking cringy. Oh, I'm not doing oh. a Zoom, I'm doing that. Mine's kind of like intimate. It's just... Well, no, we're, we're going big. somewhere too. I'm just saying like yeah. those, that's going to be, a th- people are going to post yeah, I, on social. So uh, fun, best highlights of my Zoom Thanksgiving with my extended family that we never get to talk to. I'm so happy this quarantine has brought us closer together as a family. That'll be a, that'll be a good commercial for TikTok. Or something. What? TikTok or Zoom, one of them is going to use that for a commercial. Oh, yeah. Holidays aren't normal this yeah. year. They have like a, a like yeah. a like a leaves falling filter yeah. you can put over in the background or something. Grandma, you're so silly. I hope you fucking die so I can get your inheritance. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's are... Kelsey, is that a black boyfriend? <laughs> Kelsey, I thought I told you. I thought I told no to that one. That's a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but during election year, this is gonna be the fuck. This is gonna be so bad, dude. Speaking of election, did you guys vote? I did. I did. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I might leave this in depending on how well this conversation goes, but I don't. I, I just I didn't vote. I don't vote. I, or I didn't vote. This I don't. Year. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate. All I that. got shit on so much by Alex and everyone when I was streaming with him the other day when I said that. Dude, I don't hate on that at all. Like. At all. I think it's something that, like, if you're someone who, like, you really don't talk about politics. So, yeah, you're kind of fine. But, like, if you if someone who, like, talks about it or has opinions and brings yeah, shit yeah, up, yeah. then you should do it. But, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the other thing is that it's just too much for me to get. Like, I feel like if I start getting into it. You don't want to. I, I, w- I would, ha- like, I'm just, I'm just going to hate it. Like, I'm going to hate getting into it. I'm going to hate knowing all this. Like, I yeah. just hate watching the news. I don't watch the news, you know. Dude, I wasn't I wasn't into it before I had this job. Like this yeah. is the, that's it's the worst thing this job has done for but, me. But I mean, this sounds cunty, but like I some people would argue that we have the luxury of not having to care. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, mean? I totally get I totally get that. It's just I'm too immersed in it. Like I have yeah. to be on Twitter for 7 hours a day. That's too much politics. Like yeah. way yeah. too much politics. Like you you see the Ken Bone shit? Ken Bone's back? No, Ken Bone was asked who he would vote for, and he said um, he was undecided, or maybe he said he wasn't going to vote, or some, something like he didn't pick a side because it's Ken Bone, and he's like yeah. America's most loved, you know. And m- like, dude, he, he said he got like thousands of death threats. Oh my God. Like, he got called racist tens of thousands of times. Just that right. fat little chubby man in the red sweater. Do you remember when I showed you the 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 things oh, the on the Reddit of Ken Bone? Yeah, yeah it's so <laughs> funny. Uh, so Ken Bone, who was thought of like as like the most sweet, wholesome guy, uh, I think he was asking questions in a debate in 2016. Was yeah. it? Um, he became like a kind of meme and 
whole, like just wholesome figure, Mister Ro- like Mister Robinson, Mister Robinson, Mister what's the guy's name? What with the sweater, Mister Mr. Mr. Rogers, Mister Rogers. Oh yeah, Mister Rogers. Yeah, like kind of a Mister Rogers type figure. And then people, he didn't ask me anything on Reddit. And then after that, people, uh, as Reddit redditors do, fucking stalked his. He didn't use a throwaway account. Because his oh. naive little Ken Bone, <laughs> Ken Bone, didn't use a throwaway, and then he's like, <laughs> got like talks about how much he like loves like Beyonce's asshole and wants to like fuck her, <laughs> like like, oh, goes, like, like in, uh. yeah, like like really in detail stuff about like people like famous celebrities like bumholes and just like shit like that. It was just so I want to use that. I want to use the hair to floss my teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah like shit like I that. I could braid that shit. <laughs> that's the, the, that's the, the little dicky line. <laughs> so Dude, funny. I, I'm a I'm actually a little cold on little dicky. Right I, now. I mean, he hasn't died. I did what not did like he posted on Twitter. I, I I don't care. You can if you're a celebrity, you can promote your politics whatever. I'm fine with that. I'm going to ignore it. Like, I don't give a shit what you think just because you're a celebrity. But, dude, Lil Dicky was one of the naked people. Oh, yeah. All those people yeah, suck. I, I don't care. I, I've never seen that. If, like, that was so weird. I, I hated that. Yo, you posted the video of that of that girl comedian that did it as, like, a joke. Yeah, she was hilarious. Yeah, I know. I saw that, like, I saw that, and that was that was funny. Uh, that's yeah, it. we <laughs> we have we kind of have a problem at Total Frat Move where our Instagram audience... Uh, many of them don't use Twitter, so she didn't get that. Like a lot of people didn't get that, but anybody that got it thought that was hilarious. Yeah. What the NBA thing? No, um, this like comedian did a, a spinoff of the celebrities who were naked. Uh, okay. She, she was like, remember, it was like her in the beginning. She's pretending yeah. to do blow, and she's naked, and she's like, remember, mm. I'm naked, and remember to do blow. <laughs> and then like someone in the background's like it's it's go vote and she's like what the fuck turn the camera off <laughs> yeah she's what a queen she's like awesome I've listened. well yeah i saw what's her name uh what's her name i gotta pull it up right now jamie can you oh that was the thing did you hear that jamie got coronavirus oh jamie got coronavirus from yeah. joe rogan yeah wow from joe rogan yeah <laughs> from joe rogan no, I don't know. you <laughs> think joe rogan can get coronavirus bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> fucking bullshit <laughs> he's got way too much fucking veal pumping through his 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 blood yeah, that's what he says to jamie as, yeah. the, as he forces him to come in to record <laughs> jamie's eat just some... not strong enough so he gets it immediately <laughs> dude yeah but I, did you not eat your fucking elk jamie i got you elk <laughs> uh, it looks like it looks like our jamie has the uh, name on the comedian huh Telling you to do the voice of Jamie. This is oh, her name. I don't know how Jamie sounds enough. No, you just sound like Alex, dude. Oh, Alex. Mm. <laughs> no, J- Jamie. Uh, uh, Jamie's like, yeah. Uh, I'm actually pulling it up right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got. Wait, I think I, I got know. it right here. I think I got it right here. Yeah, Jamie's got it. Is it we genre? Uh, and any el, any elderman, uh, comedian, pretty good. I I hear she is. All right, shut the fuck up, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just saying. I got coronavirus. <laughs> Did you have you seen that clip where he gets Jamie interrupts Joe Rogan? No. Oh, it's so I'll show you after we're done recording, but Do you think Joe Rogan has the biggest ego of anybody? No. He definitely has an ego. Dude, no. Toby, you're, 
He's a good guy. No, he is a good guy. It just. He's no, just but like he a, definitely has an ego. Yeah, but, yeah, his, he has an yeah, ego. but his ego is, like, well-earned. I feel like people's egos yeah. are barely big when they're, like, out of proportion, you know? Yeah. I mean, my ego is way too big. Like, I've made, like, two blogs being, like, thank you guys, and, like, we haven't done that much, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which means, like, I'm on pace if I work here for a year to write, like, four blogs being, like, I couldn't have done this without you. You know, I, I think... I still have like yeah. 3000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> I think I, I feel like that number keeps going up every time you say it cuz while well, I was listening to Sarah J you said 2000. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> I I get more for like each blog. Yeah, I guess that whatever. makes sense. I don't want to talk about dues though. How like did you my my fraternity was like I want to say 30% of people tops paid. Yeah. That was yeah. That's probably something like ours too. Well, please paid in full. Paid in full, thirty percent. Yeah, paid in full. I mean, we had it where like every obviously you guys you guys have been through it where like every every time you have an election, the treasurer's like, I am implementing a new way. I have a great idea. Like they always say that when they're it's like politicians. They always say that right right. Mm. But this one guy actually did this, which I thought was a great idea, which did help. He literally put everyone in the fraternity in an Excel sheet and said how much they sh- how much they paid and shared that with everyone every week, and like of how much they needed to pay and how much they have paid and stuff like mm-hmm. that, because it's like literally outing them of like. Oh, so that way it could be like Ethan, you can't come to this event. You haven't done shit. Well, that yeah, that's that. So like other people could. Be other people ass. could see yeah. that, yeah. And I mean that works. It worked. I mean it didn't work for me because I lived in the house, so I was like, fuck you. But <laughs> uh, it works. We we couldn't really do that though because people would be like, this is unfair to the lower income. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they, the, the, I mean, the argument against that, which is still correct, is like, you read like re- reach out like this is the treasurer saying it. Reach out to me then if you have a if you have a financial issue, talk mm. to me. I won't you know I'll, I'm un- I'm understanding, which is true. Like I, I yeah. like I, it helps. Like it really does help with like all those douchebags that just like always just come around, only come around for the parties. Like, don't do any of the, uh, you know, uh, uh, charity events or whatever the fuck it is. And then uh, just, like, show up to every party. And, like, I distinctly remember having one guy, like, because the treasurer was a sophomore at this time. Like, he was he was, he was was a year older than the the, the age, whatever. Whatever. He was, like, older than he was, but he was he was really good with money, accounting major, blah, blah, blah. He was the, he was the guy who came up with the Excel sheet, and it worked really well. But this senior came to the party and was like one of those guys that didn't pay, and so he came up to it. The, the treasurer came up to him and was like, "Dude, hey man, I got. I'm sorry, I got. I got to ask you to leave, man. I, I I said this all throughout the week that unless you have this amount of X amount of money paid in dues, you you can't be coming to this this uh this mixer." And he was like, "Dude, really? Oh my God, look at this guy!" And like the the guy was just like, "Yo, everyone, yo, check this out. He's trying to fucking. He's trying to get money out of me. Look at this guy. He's shaking me down. Fuck you, dude. I'm not leaving. This is my fraternity before it was yours." Shut the f- like it was like a huge oh, scene what a and fucking asshole. Well, yeah, what a douche and like. How did it work out for him? Uh, he, I mean, he got to stay at that party and he just. I mean, I'm sure they. I mean, I was never in the, the top, you know, the the e board as they call it, whatever it's called. Mm. So I, they definitely talked to him. Like I knew that they talked to him, but <laughs> he also threw a soda can at a pledge. Uh, a little sidebar here. Our producer just pulled something up, and I think you guys need to see it. Uh, I think he sent it to you, Toby, since you're remote. Uh, Sarah J, our last interview, fucked a kid who maybe looks 12. 
and put it on Instagram with the or the Twitter with the caption. They keep getting younger and younger. Oh my god, Jesus <laughs> Christ! I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's wearing a Nickelodeon was, sweatshirt. Yeah. That's just no. That are you sure they had intercourse? Yeah, yeah. How do you know? Because uh, the caption was they keep getting younger and younger. It was probably fans. No, and then uh, she said. Okay, this was the actual caption. Wow, this is about to happen. Yes, I checked his ID. I'm going to break him into his first scene. <laughs> they keep getting younger and younger. I keep break, getting sexy. Break him in. Imagine if a guy used that phrasing to talk about a girl. Yeah. Break him in. Break. I'm going to break her in. <laughs> oh. I mean, our, our boy Dan I was about to say that. Dan Lil had that Instagram caption, right? What was it like? So fresh. Found this. Oh yeah. So yeah. Something like that. Found this fresh, fresh yeah. one. Or whatever the fuck <laughs> like, like pussy with sushi. Fresh off my dick. <laughs> Wasn't it like as fresh as they come? Something yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fresh that. as they. C U M. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we should, probably shouldn't badmouth Sarah on it. We're not badmouthing her really, but no, yeah. no. It, I mean, she she obviously thinks it's funny. She tweeted it. Yeah. Like leading into the fact that she's fucking an eighteen year old. But I mean, there is something to be said about the hip- kind of hypocrisy. Yeah, I mean, like that that kid yeah. is wearing a Nickelodeon T-shirt. Yeah, why not Cartoon Network, dude? Dude, I honestly think over like once you're over eighteen, anything flies for like non-emotional things. I think like if you're with someone emotionally who's eighteen, that's like way more fucked up than like having in a dude, having I, sex with them. I, I I don't understand why it flies in some situations <laughs> and it doesn't. Like, when woke people on Twitter like a certain person and people bring up, well, they were dating a girl when she had just turned 19. It's not a problem. But I've seen Instagram accounts trying to cancel people for dating a 22-year-old. Yeah. Like, what? I, I honestly also don't feel like I've changed that much from, sure, I've gotten wiser and older and I've learned some major things. But between 18 and 20, I have not changed all that much. I <laughs> Like, imagining... A uh, like I'm the saying the emotionally I'm eighteen like a sixty five year old man being like well emotionally back then emotionally I was thirteen, <laughs> so it was okay for me to fuck this. Nope, <laughs> I shouldn't have said thirteen. <laughs> it would have been it would have been, been fine if I said eighteen. That would have made the joke perfectly fine if I said sixty five year old man who fucked an eighteen year old saying well emotionally I was eighteen. That in its, itself is funny. And then you, you say he got canceled. And he's like, well, emotionally, I was 18. So, yeah. But I said, me in my mind, who knows? You You're know, just talking too much now. Freudian <laughs> slip, you know, 13. <laughs> Freudian. Can't stop, think, Freudian. stop thinking about 13 year olds. Freudian slip. Freudian slip it in. <laughs> yeah, but don't, don't, wouldn't you agree that that is weirder, though, to like, like say if you're a 55 year old and you're dating an 18 year old? I, I would not be mad if that person slept with an 18-year-old, but to, well, like... Jerry Seinfeld did. Jerry Seinfeld dated an 18-year-old. Dude, no. She was, like, 16. Was she 16? Yeah. Wait, I mean, I don't what's the deal the law, with this birth certificate? Yeah, he, he, like, didn't break the law, though. What, was it in a certain state? Yeah, it was New York. That's still weird, weird though. I mean, 16 is what really if he, weird. What if he said, like, it was, it was, for, it was for the bit? <laughs> got a lot of good material out of that. <laughs> Dude, I, it's, it's like absolutely. I, I actually like. I don't understand the Rolodex of people who get like Chris Roll the, Evans. You mean Rolodex? Rolodex. Fuck, my bad. 
uh, Chris Evans last night getting canceled oh, for my. not going on Twitch with Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Wait, what? All the Avengers went on Twitch. Not let's phrase it. Not all of the Avengers went on. Uh, right. That's many the, many of the yeah. main people from the Avengers went, and obviously Chris Pratt, one of the main guys, was just like, "I'm not gonna get into politics or whatever." Like well, he, he didn't, he say, didn't, make he a didn't statement. say anything. He, didn't make he, just, a statement. he just wasn't on. That's it. That's the that's the story. Is they had a couple people from the Avengers on. Chris Pratt was not one of those people. So obviously, all these fucking people are like, "Well, it's because clearly it's because Chris Pratt is voting for Trump and, and like all Chris, that shit." Yeah. Hashtag Chris Pratt racist was trending on Twitter last night. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Trying to think of he, a, is, he is kind of a southern boy, though, isn't he? I mean, he looks like I he think would he be. is. I yeah, feel he like just, I should. He just I mean, gives he's, me southern he's boy like, energy. He's, he's like religious, but like basically all the co-stars went to his defense being like, what are you guys talking about? Like, it's okay for somebody to like keep their vote private and not want to endorse candidates. People, people worship celebrities too much and expect way too much from them. And like we've interviewed probably what, 10 technically celebrities at this point. Yeah. Like people ranging in different types of mediums of fame but like you know like it's just like unfair like <laughs> you put too much pressure on people oh yeah chris pratt was born in virginia like bullshit but like dc area virginia or like actual virginia i don't fucking know i just said virginia and I, he's a trump supporter so i'm not gonna go looking into it so <laughs> <laughs> uh all right you know when you when you get really embarrassed as a kid and your face just goes all red and you know that everyone's looking at you, and like you just clearly fucked up. What's the most recent of that of one of those situations that's happened? I was in the seventh grade, and I had just like got my glasses off and shit, so I started getting invited to the the parties with girls. You know, like is that their pretzels. that was their thing? They needed that. Not a, no one had that. Well, no, glasses. I just wasn't like a loo as much. You know, like I, I grew up kind of a loser. Got my glasses off. Oh, okay, and then people were like, oh yeah, dude, this kid, and so. Can see. I was at like this girl's house. At, we were playing like a manhunt or whatever, and this fucking asshole kid in my grade, like, just typical middle school boy shit, like shoving each other. But like this kid and I didn't like each other, and I fell to the ground, fell back in front of about thirty people, and like I was holding in a fart because it's my <laughs> first like girl party. I was holding in that <laughs> fart for hours, and it just came out. <laughs> And everyone was looking, and I was like, it wasn't me. It was him. He fucking did. <laughs> oh, my God. I, do you remember how much, yeah, effort, like, length like people used to go to, to, like, just, to, like, it was, like, fucking, it's, it's like, Among Us, dude, like, <laughs> for farts, like, back, I mean, like, back in the day, people, yeah. like, people would go to, like, 10-minute discussion length to prove that they were not the one who fired. Dude, I always had so much respect for the kid, the weird kid in my class, that I would sometimes I would strategically... Claim the fart. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was the fart guy, like the fat <laughs> fart guy that everyone thought, all yeah. the girls thought were gross, but like strategically I would try to sit around him in some of my classes in case I needed to fart. Like sometimes, <laughs> dude, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. In one of my, uh, in one of my classes for Spanish, I would take the get in there early, take the tissue box, move it near this kid's seat. If it was a day I like felt like I was gonna have to fart in class, and just go over, pretend to get a tissue, 
fart near this kid because the, the smell wouldn't change like he's a gross kid and then go back to my seat <laughs> and if anyone blames you they're like yo toby sm- or bobby you smoke kind of bad when you're sitting down he's like well i was just getting some tissues over by <laughs> by fat neil over there <laughs> i kind of went into his aura and it followed me and then the camera pans to neil and he's just like hey <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I actually like we should sign like like I'm thinking of like the friend who would like say you were talking to a girl and then you farted and they would like claim a fart like he would actually go and be like yeah sorry, <laughs> that, you know yeah. like if that guy the guy who would claim a fart like that's who we should be sending signing up for the military yeah. like a guy who would claim a fart in like middle school is like that's who I want Serving yeah. our country, you <laughs> yeah. know that will get, that guy will jump on a grenade. All right, Tob, what's your uh, cringiest moment of your life? The worst, I'd say, it was on the bus to school. There was this girl, and you know how some, you know, it's winter. English girls, very pale. Some girls have like such fair, thin skin that you can see like a little bit of like pigment of like reddish or bluishness sometimes around yeah, like I've certain thin bluishness. Spe- yeah. Yeah, especially around their eyes or whatever. And I, like, she was saying, like, she was telling some shitty story about how she got, like, some black eye, like, two years ago, as girls sometimes do. Like, all right, that's just not interesting at all. And then I joined in, like, as she was talking about, and then I got a black eye. And then she goes, like, so then I go, oh, yeah, shit, I can... You can kind of see, like, you have, like, a black eye. Like, your eyes are all, like, purple and shit. Like, what's up with that? That looks, like, weird. That looks kind of gross. And then she just was like, this was three years ago. And I I was just, we were sitting there on the bus to school, couldn't move. And she's just, like, crying, looking out the window. And I'm just like, fuck. You know how you solve that situation is you punch her in the eye and give her a black <laughs> eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you have? No reason. <laughs> no reason. Uh, mine's probably similar to that. It was like in middle school. And I think I told this bef- before on the middle school episode we did of Back Deck Radio. Go listen. But uh, it was, uh, we had like a mail service at our middle school where you could like write a, ma- a letter like and then like send it and like some messenger th- during lunch would give it to the person that you wanted to give it to. And so I used to have this big crush on this one girl. And so I would write her letters like every so often and be like, hey, you're really good at math or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> and so then I'd send it to her. And so I did that like maybe five, five or six times. And then one day after middle school, we were like, you know, we were like with my two friends, like, all right, we, okay, we got to go to your house. Your mom is a lot more easy. We got to talk to your mom first because she's going to say yes to us hanging out. Like, you know, that conversation. Yeah. And so then this girl comes up who I've been mass first ever crush easily comes up to me with all the letters, throws them in my face, and goes, can you stop writing me letters? I don't like you. (laughs) And then walks away. (laughs) Is that when you started listening to Future? (laughs) Yeah. That is like, I'm actually, I just got like the shakes. I got goosebumps. (laughs) I can't imagine ever. I mean, I've definitely been rejected in middle school and stuff, and that's incredibly hard to deal with, but to get it in front of the friends. Yeah. Dude, I had one similar as well where another girl who basically we went to like elementary school to get together and then she, we would go to separate middle schools and then she went to my high school 
and then everyone was like, she's pr- pretty uh, attractive, and especially in, you know, freshman year. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, bad joke. And then, uh, yeah, she was, she was pretty attractive, and people were, like, gassing her off, whatever, and I was like, I had, like, kissed her in that weird, like, elementary kind of way that you do, where you're just kind of, like, friends and then whatever. Yeah. And then... I was, like, still proud of that, even though it happened in, like, elementary school, because I'm just, like, a little shit. And then, so I said that to, like, my friends. And then that, like, got back to her. And then since I was, like, just so disgusting looking with my bob of <laughs> shitty, and shitty hair and, like, chubby cheeks, I, she was, like, just fervently <laughs> denying it. Fervently oh. denying it, like, for the death of her. And, like, called me out. So I was, like, people, like, thinking, oh, he's making up shit fucking going crazy and then I had to like I I still I had to write her like a Facebook message and I dropped (laughs) I I think I even told my mum about this like it was like a big event in my thing like I was shaking me the fuck up I spent like a whole night drafting her this message to be like yeah okay not really sure how no don't think I saw what happened but yeah cool and like that was like six hours of work and the thing is I was in classes with a lot of her because we both did like theatre studies and other shit, and had the same bus route. So I had to go back and text her, and that fucking paragraph was always there, like, right above the new text yeah. I was sending. <laughs> so it was, like, so awkward having to go look at that every time I needed to be like, oh, yeah, you got did, the, did you do the homework? Like, oh, <laughs> so And she, and she goes, brutal. I don't know, did you kiss me? <laughs> <laughs> See, you're rocking with the uh, makeshift studio as well. Yeah, no, this is just, uh, this is my uh, USB mic uh, right here. And then um, I have you guys on my iPad right here. I was just, uh, I just shot the first episode of my own podcast, actually. Oh, oh hey, shit. Nice. Well, uh, when we get towards the end, you know, that'll be worth the beginning. We can However, do it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know you do actually, you're because you're a real ass voice actor, right? <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. So you got your, you got a, like a big studio, right? Oh, I do actually, yeah. So but the thing it? is, I don't have a um, I don't have a camera actually inside the booth, and oh. uh, also because also for like something lengthier like a podcast, it gets very hot in the booth because it's airtight, um, yeah. which is great for recording like quick sessions. But if you fart in there, you will taste yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have tasted myself. I want to get into like. What got you into voice acting? My my family members. I have an aunt who does uh, audiobooks, uh, and mm-hmm. a cousin as well. He's big into that. And uh, I just want to let they you know, do it, or they do the acting. No, they do like the they record audiobooks for a living. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do that too. Oh yeah. Wait. So you do you got into audiobooks after voice like or is that? That was actually the very first realm of voiceover that I started in. That was straight out of college. I did uh, started doing audiobooks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, get- I actually I just finished my forty eighth. Jesus. Damn. Any 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 big audiobooks that we would maybe know? Uh, not probably not many that you would know. I did. Um, I had a client that just sent me a bunch of nonfiction books about like how to invest in Bitcoin, how to tell if you're an empath, how to be a good, how to have good leadership skills in a small business. Just lots of like odd little nonfiction-y type audiobooks, sort of how-to books. And he sent me a lot of those. Um, and that was like the bulk of my uh, 
numbers. Uh, but I uh, I narrated a mystery series, a murder mystery series called the Ma- called Maggie Mulgrew Mysteries, and it's a very cute little series about a woman in the UK who owns an antique shop and solves mysteries on the side with her uh, husband. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very cute. And then I I just finished a uh, book two of a series uh, about. Uh, it's a historical fiction series about Russian aristocrats who escaped the Bolshevik Revolution into China. Okay, that's interesting. I, it must be interesting, like especially if I was hearing one about like your like Bitcoin. And I'm picturing like kind of old businessman, like veteran in the field kind of thing, and just your voice yeah. is so far away from that, <laughs> from how you look. You know, you know the type of guy whose like neck looks like a vagina. It's all like shriveled up, wrinkled. <laughs> Like a Bill O'Reilly. So what is it? What is it about my? Is it like my? No, no, not your neck. <laughs> they, when they're talking about this business guy. Uh, Wait, what about Bill know? O'Reilly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I know what you mean. You're not saying my neck looks like a bit. You're talking about old dudes with the scraggly yeah, little. Exactly. Yeah. Welcome to our podcast. Your neck looks like a vagina. All right. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Were you like a theater major in college? Yeah. Okay, because you, yes. you have kind of the tone, if that makes like I don't know I don't know if that's like saying what you're trying so hard to just insult him right now. I'm not insulting. No, like you have like this kind of like tone that like grasps attention. You know what I mean? I'll take it. That's nice. I'll, that's fine. It's, it's that's... a compliment. You're an attention whore. Get over here. Attention whore. <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> you love me now, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get into like voice acting and all that stuff? Is it just from people telling you, you have a nice voice or what is it? Yeah, okay. So I was uh, I was a theater major in uh, college and uh, did it in high school as well. And then just during the course of my time as a student, a lot of people very kindly would be like, oh, you have a really nice voice. It's got a good resonance to it. I think you'd be good at voiceover. And I was a massive fan of The Simpsons growing up and Futurama, all those types of shows where like a handful of voice actors did like hundreds of different characters. Yeah, so in my senior year of college, uh, the first voiceover class I took was um, it was called very grandly How to Become an Audiobook Narrator. And it was hosted by, uh, I went to college in Chicago and it was hosted by this uh, actor in Chicago called Kevin Tice, T-H-E-I-S. Uh, if anyone listening or watching uh, looks him up, he has a bunch of audiobooks. Um, but yeah, he just taught us the basics of uh, how to audition for books, how to do basic vid- uh, voiceover recording and editing. And he's, and he says, hey, I'm, I'm an actor, I'm a writer, director, I have a wife and two kids, and audiobooks are my part-time slash full-time job. And in like one year, he did over 100 books. Damn. And he basically taught us his business model. Um, and it was, I sort of took that with my own changes and started doing audiobooks basically just straight out of college, as well as taking uh, more voiceover classes, like an intro class. And when I moved back to New York City, I took more coaching and then made a commercial demo and then started auditioning for stuff online. Do you, do you have the booth like in your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I know there's, that's a lot of money because <laughs> I'm on my own with like, she paid yeah. fucking hefty price. Like it's it's uh, it's not it's not inexpensive. You're yeah, it is, but it is a really good investment if you have the money to spend. It was it's really really extraordinary. It's also that when I graduated college, I had zero debt, so I was really really fortunate coming out of college that I was, that my mom and I sat down and she's like, all right, we have some money, 
let's invest this properly. Uh, I think we should get you a booth because I know how serious you are about this. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I really appreciate this. And I, th I think you're right. I, it was just, it was such a good move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the transition from you being on, like you're take you and a bunch of other young comics taking over TikTok. I mean, it, mm. it's just incredible to watch. Like, you mind me asking how many like Instagram followers or fans you've gotten just since you've been on TikTok as a platform? Oh, absolutely. It's the vast majority. I'll tell you that. I am um, when I, so I have, I think I have 740,000 on TikTok. Yeah, 740,000 on TikTok. Yeah. And then, um, and then before I was on TikTok, I had maybe a little under like six or 700 on Instagram. And now it's almost 20,000. Damn. Wow. <laughs> so what's so your it's, it's been good. Yeah. What's your opinion on like the possibility that the platform will cease, cease to exist like one of these days? <laughs> well, they keep, well, well, one, the initial deadline was September 15th and we're now past that. And I think that TikTok is safe for now. I think that there was a, a US partner, I think it was Oracle that picked up TikTok at least as a partner in the US. And so I think TikTok is safe for now. They keep on uh saying like tiktok is under threat or th that just keeps happening and happening and so i've sort of i i, I do take it to heart but i also kind of let it go because i think this is just going to keep going yeah. like as long as like gen zers on the internet screw with trump by using tiktok trump is not going <laughs> to like tiktok but at the same time i've had so much success from tiktok that is crossed over into other mediums like on instagram a little bit on twitter i've had a big growth in my youtube following as well and uh that's a big reason why i wanted to start a podcast with my friend gabby was to really capitalize on this success and uh you know create some more content and something that i've wanted to do for ages starting a podcast and and so if so if tiktok goes down i'm really going to be okay because i've had i've been able to take so much success off of the app and yeah, i've made so many connections and stuff yeah, I really, I'm really, really grateful. I really am. What was the, was the, was the John Mulaney one of the first things that popped off or is, uh, there was one before I did, um, there was, uh, it was impressions as well. It was, uh, auditions for Tiger King, the stage play. And I did a bunch of, um, I think I remember that. I yeah, I, oh, that was, yeah. it was back in April. And that was the first one that really popped off. Like the official Netflix account commented on it. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it took me by surprise but um but yeah that was the first one that really seemed to pop off and then it was a while but then my f um not my first i think it was the second drama it was the first like i love it when you call me senorita video that really <laughs> popped off and really got things going um that was just after i hit 100k <laughs> is it is it a little different now that you invested all this time in college and you know at the beginning of all this where you were probably practicing you know, your voice and like how to read a book in a correct tone and stuff. And now it's probably translated into more writing, right? Like writing skits for TikTok and thinking about things that you're going to talk on your about on your podcast. Well, what I, well, what we do, what we're going for in our podcast is talking about neuroses, fears or interests or early influences or sort of more like stories and a lot of what I do in my stand-up is also very story-based it's experiences from my life um stuff I've had to deal with and that's and so although I do have I do like crafting more observational stuff and when I come up with a skit I like it to be tight and a, 
uh, I more care about rhythm than the writing. If the beats of the rhythm and going back and forth, if that's there, that's what I go for. Um, but yeah, I would say, I honestly think that all of my training up to this point, I use uh, all the time. I don't even think of it as like, am I using this? Am I, I think of that as just the ingredients that are baked into me. And then, then I can go off and do whatever I want. So I think it all, it's all used. I, I really believe that it's, uh, yeah, no stone you, left unturned. Were you the kid like in high school doing like impressions in the, like in the classroom or did that start like in college? That did, it was actually the first impression I really remember doing and I think doing quite well was actually of my uh, sophomore year English teacher in high school. His name was Mr. Morris. He was from Barbados and he was legally blind and he called everyone, ma'am. He was look up at the ceiling and go, ma'am, why are you not looking at me in the eye, ma'am? What, what <laughs> and I remember this one time, like my friend Brian, who was sitting next to me in class, uh, he was talking a lot in class and Mr. Morris came over to us and he said, Brian, when you are older and you have your own salon and you will cut women's hair and shave their legs. And then he just walked away. He just, <laughs> he just, he just totally disoriented him for like just a brief second. It just made Brian go, the fuck was going on? <laughs> but he got his, but he got his attention back. He like totally broke his train of thought and then he went on with his, it was kind of genius. <laughs> And That's then I, like I started off for rest of development or something. Yeah. <laughs> the blind no, you're totally right. <laughs> oh my God. He was insane. He was so strange. He was so strange, but he was very, very sweet. Cause he got wind that I started doing an impression of him. And then he asked me to do it in front of the class. And then he indicated me. He was like, he was, and he said to the class, you see, ma'am, I am multiplying. And it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was really sweet. It was really, really sweet. Yeah, you probably thought you were getting in trouble or something. <laughs> Nah, I could tell. I could tell by the glint in his eye. He couldn't see the <laughs> his glint. One his, eye. Eye. <laughs> his one good eye. What is your favorite uh, impression or voice to do? Um, <laughs> oh my God. Holy yeah. Fuck. That's my favorite one. That was the, that was the was first that one Trump? I was ever taught. Was that Trump? <laughs> what a oh, goal. Fuck. <laughs> Missed that. Uh, Don. <laughs> Did you miss it? Did you not hear it? Uh, no, no. No, I, I got it? the, I, it's your reaction. Your reaction was gone. Just pretend like you said something really funny. <laughs> cool. I'm sorry. I want a belly laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. So when did you start um, doing uh, yeah, so, stand-up? No, yeah, so stand-up, I started, uh, I took a class last year and that was between like um, June and August. And then after the class, I did my first open mic at the end of August. Um, so yeah, just, just barely over a year. Wow. So you kind of got into it right before you could know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well now there are, um, in New York city, I don't know where you guys are, but in New York city, there are some, uh, rooftop shows, park yeah. shows and parking lots. So it's very sort of guerrilla style, but it's, it's, it's back in a little fledgling a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Are you doing any of those? Are you doing anything? I have done, I've have done a few shows. Uh, I really want to do more. I'm just, I'm terrible at marketing myself. I feel <laughs> just being like, Hey, I'd love to be on your show. I'm terrible at that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, you're good at, you're good at the some elements of the marketing with that TikTok, like, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. How, how, like I've heard people like I watched, uh, I'm not sure if you wa watched Mark Norman's, uh, like, Oh, it's so good. Out to lunch. Yeah. 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 Um, and that looked fucking awful. I mean, I, I guess it was, 
it's different when it's, there's just like a public space and anyone can be there. Oh, the one where he's in a park, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah. You know, he, he was talking about the special. Oh, I'm talking you're about... Talking about the way, what, you're talking about when he went around the, on the outside and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm talking about he did this... Uh, it's one not called out for lunch, that's not... The, what's, the one, what's it called? It was just like a little thingy. That's yeah. yeah. All right. I'm. I'm. No. 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 So yeah. His his proper like hour special I think is called Out to Lunch, and then he has like a series of doing. He put out videos online. I think it's called Park Normand, where he's yeah. like yeah, he's yeah, out that's doing that stand up. That was it. That was it. Yeah. 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 And that looked fucking awful because like there's yeah, no enclosed space where the like the 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 laughter doesn't like resonate with anything. It just I don't know. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean and. More than that, it's it's not the the sort of lack of really packed audience or packed laughter and mm. loudness. That's not what I worry about. What the thing is is like when I when I'm in a park doing stand up, I feel really self conscious because I feel like I'm intruding on other people's space. Mm-hmm. Because you see, like like twenty feet over is a family with toddlers enjoying a picnic in the park. And I think they're doing exactly what they should be doing. We should not be doing this here. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is exactly what the park is for. This is, this is an intrusion. This is, this is bad. <laughs> so you moved back East, like with the intention of that's where like the hottest stand up scene is or. Oh, no, 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 no. I, um, I was born and raised here in New York city. And then I went to college in Chicago and then I moved back uh, home. Yeah. Why did you come back? Just, you didn't like Chicago or. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I just, I was always, yeah, I was always going to move back. Always was going to move back. Uh, okay. You go yeah. to U Chicago? No, I went to Northwestern. Oh, oh damn. Wow. Yeah, quite That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking to us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I go to Rutgers. In my last class, I finally learned how to color inside the lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, wait, so can I ask, how old are each of you guys? I'm 20. I'm 23. 20? I'm 21. I also just realized we never did like an interview. He doesn't know our names either. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't do any of that. I don't know any of your names. I'm so I'm sorry. This is so not professional. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, we like to keep it up. Uh, I'm, I'm Toby. I'm Connell. I'm Bobby. I'm the one that was uh, DMing it. Cool. Gotcha. Can I ask, how old do you think I am? Dude, I was going to ask that, but they already got on my ass for asking questions that were, you know, dickish but i'm very i'm very curious you could be anywhere from 20 to 27 in my mind and i would have no fucking idea but if you if you come out and say you're 31 right now i'm gonna think something sus about you like you're a serial killer i don't know (laughs) i'm guessing 16 what are you guessing Uh, i'm going with 24 all right yeah you're the closest i'm 25 okay okay all right all right hey this sounds about right i mean it's like yeah, I mean, I would, I would ID you, hundred <laughs> percent. We you work- sure, even with this voice, you, you. I would, I would be, I would be sus if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You imagine, imagine pulling that card out at the liquor store. You're like, like, give some like creepy ass impression. You're like, I just don't have it right now. You don't want to ask for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, what I would do is I would drop my voice. I'd be like, Is there a problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That I fucking wish I had that. Yeah, it's that almost like a range. it's almost like a superpower <laughs> that you can use every in everyday life. How often it is, do you it do is, like voices out loud, or is it like is it like practicing, or is it more like? I don't really. Pra- I honestly don't do it that much in my daily life. I also don't do it in my stand up. It never enters my stand up. It's really just for uh, social media. And I didn't start doing it until like 
lockdown when I was like, oh, I, I just wanted like another artistic outlet of some sort because I couldn't do stand up. And then I thought, oh, I could try doing some impressions online. I haven't done those in a while. Wait, that uh, was you people. trying, <laughs> like for the first time, like trying. Like, oh, no, not, no, I'd always done them, but I always, don't. Oh, like, you know, I know you always did, like, your high school teacher and stuff, but, like. If oh, you, no, I had I done other people. Like, I did, like, Christopher Walken, and I did, like, a couple from, like, Family Guy and stuff, and that was pretty much. Like, I I didn't start doing John Mulaney until, um, because uh, in my stand-up, uh, people told me that I had a Mulaney-esque delivery, and then I was like, oh, maybe I could try doing, like, actually putting effort into it. And then I just, and the first one I did was um, just testing it out was the John Mulaney narrates an erotic novel. And that, oh, yeah. and that was, yeah, that was my first attempt. What I was going to ask was uh, which one of those things, like you do voice acting, voiceover, which audiobooks, is audiobooks, I mean, right? Which is where you started in, in uh, stand up. Which one of those is your, is your favorite? Oh, my favorite at the moment, I would say, is stand up. That's what I'm really, that's what I'm trying to focus on more. Um, yeah. Are you trying to become like a, a big, is that how you, you're trying to become a stand-up or is it you're trying to do more for yeah. acting in the future? Yeah. Yeah. No, de I'm definitely trying to be a stand-up at the moment. Who are, your, who are your favorites right now? Ooh, let's see. Uh, Tom Segura for one. I absolutely love Tom Segura. Um, Ali Wong is also extraordinary. Yeah. I really, really love Ali Wong. Um, Norm MacDonald, Dave Chappelle, of course. Um, yeah. Let me think. Uh, oh, yes. Brad Williams is also extraordinary. Um, Joey Diaz is not someone I think I'm like, but I want to emulate his fire. <laughs> I just, I love Joey Diaz so much. Um, Don't you think oh it's a God, little insensitive so for you to say Louis uh, C.K. Um, in this current climate? He said, what? He <laughs> <laughs> didn't say Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That's for it. <laughs> I will admit, no, if you want to talk about him, he was a huge influence on me growing up. Yeah, he was a huge influence. Yeah, he's extraordinary. He really is. Say what you want, but his stand is extraordinary. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm actually a big fan of. of <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. I, I know you were just not, messing around. I know you were just messing around when you mentioned. It. I know, but <laughs> I mean, but he, yeah. The credit words. The difference too. between Louis and Chris Delia getting canceled is like, Louis was so funny, whereas like Chris Delia got canceled and. A majority of people that <laughs> this is not gonna <laughs> no no I I like uh, the the I I you're probably big on Twitter right <laughs> I, I have like when you say big do you mean like, like followers you or? use it like I honestly haven't used it that much I, it's only this year that I started thinking let me try using it I really haven't much before this year well the nonetheless the most like viral tweets were about it were like Chris Dealey got canceled. And that's interesting because I didn't even know he was a comedian. I just thought he was a white guy that always had a microphone in his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I. Um... The difference. <laughs> have you have you thought about mixing uh, both of these passions with? Because there was a guy that used to work at Total Fry Move that's doing it now, and he he does voiceovers and animation. So he kind of mm -hmm. like writes these scripts, and one of them is actually. Oh, that's cool. One, yeah, one of them won uh the best like, or is nominated for like the best animation in some austin festival that's coming up next month but have you thought about like hooking up with an animator so you guys or you know maybe you and another collaborator could write some kind of like comedic script and you could also have like just bring this natural talent in with it 
It's not something I've thought about, but it's definitely a good idea. I've just um yeah, just like just Venmo been, me, yeah. Venmo me whenever like whenever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well this is recorded, so we're <laughs> trademark. It's legal. Oh yeah. Um no, it's definitely a good idea. I've just been focusing on I've been I've honestly I've been uh, having trouble like keeping everything uh in my mind because like I have so many different things going. Like I've met other creators on TikTok that I started like collaborating with and doing various little things. Then I have just my regular voiceover clients that I do work for almost every day. And then I have stand-up that I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm writing, I'm trying to do open mics, I'm trying to make connections and hopefully get on shows and stuff. And then I have this podcast that I just started with my friend. And so there's just so many different things that I'm uh, doing that I want to, that that sounds like an awesome idea, but I already have so much on my plate that I'm barely getting to all of it. Yeah, um, you worried about and that? So it's definite. It's definitely something to look forward to in the future, an idea like that, because it, it sounds perfect. But I just feasibly, I don't know if I have the brain power to really invest as much energy as yeah. I would like to into something like that. You know? Are you, are you worried that you're spreading yourself too thin with all these different? Oh yeah, I have a big problem with saying no. I, I, it's very difficult for me to say no. Yeah, I mean that was that was pretty apparent when I, we were booking you, and I was like, <laughs> all right, like his. We're we're basically he he lives up in DC right now down and mm-hmm. down yeah. in DC, uh, but you know our studio our makeshift little studio here is in New Jersey. So like we have packed booking until he leaves on Wednesday. But like yeah. they uh, they've been big big fans here. I personally don't use TikTok that much, so you know I didn't cool. know you as much. I don't know. <laughs> don't take offense, but uh, that's fine. I don't mind. They were really like insistent on getting you, so that's why oh, I said tomorrow. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, but it was. No, seriously, I appreciate it. Yeah, because yeah, I, I I was one of the like because obviously I, I I'll admit I I really just did find you from the John Laney impression on that stuff, but then I was like delighted to see your stand up and everything. I was like, oh, this guy, you know, he's 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 doing he's doing shit. I like this. We should we should have him on, and uh, not ask him to do the John Laney up front <laughs> and like have it all be like the big thing. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, we didn't want to like late night you. Yeah. We decided we didn't want to late okay. night. You were like, do the impressions. Yeah, do oh, you're great. See ya. I can do it if you want me to. Yeah. No, no, no don't do it. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> no, I don't, don't go. We don't have anything planned or anything. <laughs> I, I could, he's, he's, uh, wants to get into stand up. And, um, mm. so funny. Yesterday he, he was, cause he Twitch streams as well. And he was, uh, like, uh, Borderlands 3 is 50% off, but I told myself I couldn't buy it until I do stand-up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. like, uh, no, was, that, just, was I, that a hard step, getting into that? Like, being like, oh, fuck, I mean, I'm, like, I'm going to be in front of loads of people? Or? Well, what it was was I wanted to try stand-up ever since I was 13. That was when I started seeing George Carlin, and I just got obsessed with stand-up. Oh, and I've been obsessed with it ever, ever since. And uh, But the thing is, like, I was terrified to try it. I have big anxiety i'm really really scared of because acting i found a little bit easier because you're sort of behind the mask of the script because i was always a big thing for me growing up was i was afraid of saying something rude or inappropriate and so with like acting if you're in a play like the words are already chosen for you so you can't mess up and so then you're sort of like free but if you're 
doing standup, it's all your stuff and you have nothing to hide behind. And so I was just really scared of it. And it was only until I started seeing a therapist last year that I started working through my anxiety and growing in confidence that I thought, whoa, this feels physically different. What do I want to do with this? And I thought, I want to try stand-up. And that was when I thought, I'm not ready for open mics yet, but I think I'm ready to take a class. And it was the perfect stepping stone into open mics. It was the best decision I ever made. Props to you. We're we're a big mental health pod. All right, so all you listeners, stop being sad. Yeah. yeah. So, Mental health problem. Yeah. yeah, quit being a bitch as a bitch. <laughs> sad, bro. I wanted what our initial like idea of how we were like, oh, it'd be really funny if we did like a joke interview like with him, like as if he was John Mulaney and like mm-hmm. we just didn't acknowledge it and stuff. And I was like, I don't want like a little bit too much playing, put it like putting too much on his plate. So what I kind of want to do is if, if it's okay, is like just sort of throw you uh, like a premise or a thought and yeah. what you think John Mulaney would say or react. I only have three right now. So a little improv. Yeah, a little bit of improv. All right. Forgive Let's me for not being good at it. So. <laughs> uh, what would, uh, if John was running for president, what would his platform be? First of all, just, just stop complaining about the damn millennials. All you do is complain about the millennials. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and just look in the damn mirror. <laughs> nice. All right, Damn. That's, cool. golf, golf that. that's fucking sick. Well, Wait, uh, ask it, ask it like you're asking John Lee. Kind of. Well, yeah. You yeah, treat me with some respect, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mulaney. <laughs> Mr. Mulaney, what are your opinions on TikTok? Well, I'm not personally on it, but I've heard that many a child are on it, and I hope they stay safe. That's all I can say, really. I just want them to not encounter strangers masturbating on the internet because that was all chat roulette was when I was on the internet. I haven't been on since. (laughs) 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 Mr. Mulaney, when people say that you look like a package of cottage cheese, what's your response to that? How fucking dare you? (laughs) Uh, I am cheddar at best. <laughs> Sharp cheddar. Sharp extra. Uh, All right, Mr. Merlini, how would you do the airline food bit? Why does everyone complain about airline food as if it's supposed to be magical? You're already in the air. You deserve nothing more. You get no movie. You shouldn't be able to take off your shoes. You get nothing. This is already 100% of the content you need. Yeah, that was fucking perfect. Mine was gone. I think that's good. I think that's how we ended. Um, Cool. It's beautiful. Yeah, what's the podcast you're you're doing? Yes, it is called Two Nosy Meerkats. Oh, that's that explains the meerkat. <laughs> yep, that was that was why. Is, I had, it, is it yep. anything to do with meerkats, or you just like meerkats? Not really. It's just me and my uh, co-host Gabby Jordan Brown. Uh, we um we just started talking about names, and we started talking about like shows we were watching with drama, and she was really into Meerkat Manor, just like because the, they had just such melodrama baked into the show that made absolutely no sense. And we were talking about how we wanted to be sort of like gossiping with the audience learning about like the deeper recesses of their minds and we thought we're just two nosy meerkats and it just it was just very organic and you have a you have a link tree as well yes yes i do um yeah i'm on all social media at lucas t arnold that's lucas with a k perfect nice. Thank and you uh, when much. when can uh, our listeners up in new york city see you next for the area <laughs> <laughs> um 
I don't have any, I don't have any live dates at the moment. I will be on a, um, I have a friend uh, who has asked me to do his backyard show, but it's not scheduled yet. Um, but yeah, if you go onto my website, lucastarnold.com and go to the comedy tab, I will upload all my dates and information there. Perfect. All right. And then I'll post on Instagram. Time so much. Thank you very much. This was so much fun. Seriously, guys. Uh, t- wait, so Toby, Connell, and Bobby? Perfect. Yeah. Oh, dude, he nailed my name. That, you're like one of the first people ever to say my name back after me saying it once with not, without fucking it up. Yeah, Thank you. Supreme, <laughs> Supreme Patty was just like, ha. <laughs> was it? Wait, what? Okay, very quickly, what have you gotten in the past? Like Connie, Donald, like what? Like It's like, it's Connor is the main one. Uh, then uh, Colin is pretty good. Those are the two main ones. Seaman. His dad calls him Seaman. Yeah, my dad calls me Seaman, and it wasn't until like eight, 18 years old, and my friend was like, dude, are you serious? Why are you allowing him to do it? And I was like, what are you talking Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>